And now, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gizmondi and BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, here's Anthony Gizmondi. Hello, British Columbia. I'm Anthony Gizmondi, and welcome to today's show. It's been a trying week, to uh, say the least, but we thought we would take a moment to say a few good things about an amazing chef who's setting an example for all of us on how to care for your fellow human. World Central Kitchen chef Jose Andreas continues to feed those in need in Ukraine, and you might want to follow his amazing story on Twitter uh, as the days roll on. If you really want to feel good, go to wck.org and see how you can support this noble cause. Now on the show today, uh, Executive Chef Nick Atkins, he joins us from our home away from home in Soyuz, the Watermark Beach Resort. We'll be talking about uh, the Park Bistro uh, and how things are opening up in the South Okanagan. Uh, we'll be heading to northern Italy to speak with Lisa Anselmi. She's a partner and family member at Anselmi Wines and a well-known producer of an iconic Italian white wine in the Suave region of the Veneto. Uh, she is just a hoot. You will not want to miss that interview. Also joining uh, the conversation today from the West Side Wine Trail is Craig McCulloch. He's the Vice President and CEO of Mount Bushery Estate Wines. He has some modest suggestions for us today, so uh, we'll catch up with him to see how they're relaunching uh, for the new upcoming 2022 season. But up next... Shauna Thompson, Director, Okanagan Falls Skaha Lake Winery Association, joins us to invite you to the center of the Okanagan Valley. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gismondi. We'll take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more on food and wine. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. Penticton, the hub of the South Okanagan, a place where you'll learn to fall in love with winter all over again. Enjoy mountain adventures. Visit almost 100 wineries, craft breweries, cideries, and distilleries, and experience world-class locally sourced restaurants. It's the perfect destination for a relaxing winter getaway. But before you go, make sure to check the website for updates on weather, highways, health advisories, or for more trip inspiration. Go to visitpenticton.com. This winter, the Inn at Therapy Vineyards invites you to get away for a luxurious retreat experience. Modern rooms overlooking the vineyards and Lake Okanagan set the tone for a relaxing stay on the Naramata bench. Sip award-winning Therapy Vineyard wines on your patio, soak in the hot tub, and enjoy a guided tasting experience in the wine shop. Book your room online today or order Therapy Wines delivered to your door at therapyvineyards.com because everyone needs a little therapy. Taste the flavors of the season at Summerhill Pyramid Bistro and Wine Shop. Their heated patio is open with more space for you to dine safely. So come enjoy a menu showcasing ingredients from their on-site culinary garden. Pair your meal with a new release Summerhill wine for an extraordinary organic experience. The flavors of the season are in abundance at Summerhill Pyramid Bistro and Wine Shop. Online, summerhill.bc.ca. Sun, water, soil. Organically farmed and made in collaboration with Mother Nature. Liber Farms terroir-focused small lot wines capture the essence of the Okanagan and Similkameen Valleys. Join the wine club and receive delivery of award-winning wines and new releases in spring and fall, plus early access to library wines, complimentary tastings, and more. 
Visit them this spring to taste in their spacious covered wine garden in Asuyas. Discover more at LiberFarm.com. Simply great wines. Now, back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia. Welcome to the show from Salmon Arm to Summerland and all other 18 cities across the province listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Uh, the Okanagan Valley is a very large place that only recently began to subdivide itself into what I would describe more logical geographical districts to better describe where all the wine comes from. And our next guest, Shauna Thompson, is the director of just such an appellation, the Okanagan Falls Skaha Lake Wineries Association. Shauna, welcome to the show. Thank you, Anthony. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, great to have you. Uh, I, I, uh, why don't we start with a little geography? Uh, where is Okanagan Falls and Skaha Lake for people who maybe just only think about the Okanagan as a big valley? We're nestled in between um, Skaha Lake and Vaso Lake. So we're 15 minutes out of Penticton and probably about 20 minutes out of Oliver. Um, we go all the way around Skaha Lake. We have wineries on either side of the lake and then into Okay, Falls and up Hawthorne Mountain, where See You Later and Nighthawk are. Right. And then, of course, all you have the, the, the big gathering over in Okanagan Falls, which maybe some people know, you know, a little more familiar with because of the name. But uh, it's interesting. Sometimes uh, consumers, you know, we have, you have a, a sub-GI now called Okanagan Falls and Skaha Lake, but not all of the areas in it. So people have to think about a slightly bigger range of wineries uh, when they're there. And I'm, I don't know, how many do you have in the association now? We have 15 wineries in our association. Okay, 15. And uh, I would say, well, I know a few of them. Play Estate, See You Later, Stags Hollow, Wild Goose, Meyer, Nighthawk, uh, Blasted Church. Uh, by the way, Blasted Church uh, came from nowhere to really uh, have a successful uh, time at the National Wine Awards this year. They just won a ton of awards down there, uh, really sort of stepped up their game. They did really well. We're really proud of them. Mm. Okay, well, I, I thought we'd start with uh, a, a couple of things. Because so much has been shut down over the last couple of years, uh, things are starting to uh, heat up again. And uh, we're going to start with a couple of events now. You're doing something that I just love. You're actually bringing the uh, the team or the, uh, the, the sub-GI to Vancouver. So tell us a little bit about this upcoming event. This is something that traditionally we've done annually, but because of COVID, we've had to miss the last couple of years. But it is um, our annual spring release. And what we do is we bring our wine and we bring our, our owners and winemakers down to Vancouver. And we have um, an event for consumers in the evening where they can taste the wine. It's poured by these people who are really passionate about the wine and, and are the reason that the wine is there in Okanagan Falls and Skaha Lake. Yeah. So uh, people can get tickets. How, how can they get those tickets? And uh, what, what, when exactly, what time will this event run? So the event runs in the evening from um, 6 until 8.30. And it is at the Vancouver Terminal City Club. Right. Tickets are available on Eventbrite. And you can find links to that on our website. And also on our Facebook page, our Instagram, and you can also sign up for our newsletter, and 
be the first to know about all of these events that we host. Sure. Our guest is Shauna Thompson. She's the director of the OK Falls Skaha Lake Wineries Association. And we're talking about, uh, you know, some of the issues going on within these sub apps now and and, uh, uh, how they're all setting up for the year coming ahead in 2022. Uh, the the next event I want to talk about uh, uh, is a really a fun one, and it involves actually traveling up to OK Falls. How, when is that, and how how will that work? So that event is called Celebrate in the Heart of Wine Country because we are collectively known as the Heart of Wine Country, and it is going to be May seventh and eighth, which is it falls on the Mother's Day weekend this year. Mm-hmm. What will happen is guests can go to each winery that they choose to go to. Each winery will host different experiences. Some will have pairings. Some will have um, guided tastings. There'll be all sorts of events for, for guests to enjoy. And right. then all of that information will be on our website as well. Yeah, which is, by the way, uh, the heart of winecountry.ca. You can, uh, you can find all that info there. Uh, and probably you'll need reservations when you go to these wineries, when you're visiting them, whether it's uh, for this event or just generally. That That's sort of all changed in the last two years. much better to have a reso uh, when you arrive at a winery. Absolutely. And that way you make sure that you're going to get space. It's definitely a new model with reservations being more the norm than not. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Okanagan Falls, Skaha Lake, I don't know, people think about this area, so if you're in Penticton, you have Caledon sort of on the uh, west side of the valley, you can you can take the highway along uh, past Caledon, uh, stop in there to Skaha Vineyards or Crazy Lakes, and right at the bottom of the hill as you head into Okanagan Falls, you can sort of go up the road right to uh, see a later ranch, which is probably the most spectacular view of any winery, uh, I would be right up there in the top five views, I would say, across uh, the Okanagan, looking looking north towards the city of Penticton. Just a fantastic uh, place. And uh, I want to kick off with them because there's a lot of places to eat now that people may not know about uh, at the winery. So they've got a little bistro there and an interesting menu uh, that you can sit outside. I think in the next month they open up by, uh, by the 1st of uh, April. Uh, and you can have a bite to eat, but where are some of the other spots that would be uh, fun to drop by and have a bite to eat as you're tasting wine? Um, A lot of our wineries have offerings, whether it is an actual seated restaurant or if it's picnic style or like Meyer family has their their pairing program. They always have food experiences there. But um, Nighthawk, See You Later, Play has Sonato. Sonato, they've just recently reopened there um they're linked to the terraza in vancouver smoke and oak Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then a lot of our wineries like um noble ridge has picnic offerings and blasted church is going to be starting a food program this year that's really exciting they're going to be doing some very special chef pairings as well as um winemaker dinners yeah, I think uh, I think people now. I wouldn't say they demand it, but uh, the the thought of stopping and having a bite to eat, and maybe I think as 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 uh, the valley opens up, people are going to spend more time visiting uh, wineries. So maybe not doing five or six a day, but doing three and lingering over lunch or an afternoon bite to eat as they check out the wines and and uh, even more importantly, from my point of view, the terroir and the vineyards. Uh, so plenty of that. Uh, I... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. 
I was going to say, I agree with that completely. And with the new reservation model that most wineries have moved to, you're in for a more one-on-one personal experience. And I don't want to forget Liquidity, too, has a really amazing food program. Yeah, they have, uh, and now they have this lunch program going on, too, with Chef Phil Tease. Uh, that's another winery that's really uh, uh, jumped ahead in the last couple of years, uh, uh, you know, under uh, the Von Mandel Iconic Wineries Group. So lots to see in in, uh, in Skaha and in Okanagan Falls. And we didn't really talk about staying, but you're not far from Penticton or Oliver, but is there, uh, what's going on actually in, in Okanagan Falls? Are there places to stay or is it coming? How, how's that working out? There's, it's definitely an up-and-coming area. Okanagan Falls is, is on the rise. It's growing, and it, um, they're working on revitalizing the community. There's plenty of VRBOs and Airbnbs there, and there are a couple of hotels that open up exclusively for the summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, Well, there's also the most famous ice cream place in the Valley, too, <laughs> which is always packed. <laughs> you can't forget you... pickleberries. Yeah, when you drive by on the highway, uh, it's always a great place to go after tasting, folks, not before, but maybe on the way back uh, to your hotel or your accommodations, you can stop in there. Uh, Always great fun. Uh, Well, finally, I thought, uh, I I know that you have to sort of be fair to everybody, but if you were to talk about the wines of uh, the region, what would, would there be a specialty or wines that they specialize in? I think that commonly you'll see um, Chardonnay and Pinot Noirs, but I think one of the most spectacular parts of of our winery association is the diversity. There's Mm -hmm. so many different wines. Like you've got Stags Hollow who's doing um, Raw and Alberino, and um, there's there's just there's so much. There's something for everybody. You've got some great Rieslings. You've got Wild Goose, and you've You've got the whole gamut. There's something for everybody. And because we do have those distinct terroirs, you've got some really interesting influence, like the Pinot Noir that's made on the east side where Meyer is compared to the west side where See You Later is. Phenomenally different, but still, you know, just really unique expressions of the wine and influenced by that terroir. Yeah, it's so great to hear you mention that. And and these are... These are things that we seldom think about uh, or haven't thought that much about. As a young region, you know, trying to establish, I remember sitting in meetings where people said we can only talk about Canada. We can't talk about anything but Canada. And then it was, well, we've got to talk about B.C. Well, now finally we're, we're going down that road where we can talk a little bit about places within uh, the wine regions. And, uh, of course, today we've been talking about the Okanagan Falls, Skaha uh area which is it's sort of mid-valley mid-valley-ish in terms of temperatures and so as you say uh has a wide swath of uh, varietals that they're uh, growing and growing very well shauna thanks so much for joining us today on the show it's great to catch up with you and for our listeners uh you know plenty coming up in this wine region you can check it all out at the heart of winecountry.ca uh, and make your reservations and plan your uh, travels as you head up to the Okanagan. Shauna, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Anthony. Have a great day. That was Shauna Thompson. She's the director of the OK Falls Skaha Lake Winery Association. Still to come, Craig McCullough, Vice President, Mount Boucherie Estate Winery. The show is powered weekly by 20 Bell Media radio stations across British Columbia and on demand on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, and SoundCloud. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gizmondi, and we'll be right back. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gizmondi.
BC Food and Wine Radio wants you to join them at the 43rd Vancouver International Wine Festival, May 16th to 22nd. For a free International Festival tasting ticket worth up to $129, book a downtown hotel via stayvancouverhotels.com by May 6th. Details are at vanwinefest.ca. Limited supply, so book now. Come see Anthony Giswandi talking with fine stars in the tasting room at the Vancouver International Wine Festival, May 16th to 22nd. Don't wine and drive. Take a break from the hustle and bustle of the city and relax in the beautiful South Okanagan. Get outside and enjoy fantastic wine and culinary offerings throughout the region. You'll find over 180 of BC's finest wineries. From the Naramata Bench to Summerland's Bottleneck Drive to Oliver Asuyus Wine Country. But before you go, make sure to check the website for updates on weather, highways, health advisories, or for more trip inspiration. Go to visitsouthokanagan.com. Claude de Soleil Winery knows that the best wines keep it simple. It's all about the grapes and the place where they are grown. Minimal handling, minimal intervention, maximum beauty in the bottle. Nestled in a sunny, stony corner of BC's Similkameen Valley, Claude de Soleil produces wines that blend the best of Bordeaux varieties with their unique terroir. The result? Wines that are elegant and effortlessly special. Tastings by appointment or buy online at clodesoleil.ca. Free shipping to BC and Alberta on orders of six or more bottles. Smoking Loon believes that good wine doesn't need to take itself so seriously. This simple premise has guided them for over two decades to produce wines crafted for those with an appetite for adventure, like their Smoking Loon Syrah. So whether you're relaxing dockside or simply enjoying a well-deserved evening at home, bring along a taste of cottage country. Uncork and discover a rare bird at a BC liquor store near you. Or visit SmokingLoon.com. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Now, here's Anthony. Hello, British Columbia. Shout out to our listeners on the mighty Radio NL 610 AM in Kamloops and all other 19 cities across the province on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Joining us now is Craig McCulloch. He's the Vice President of a very lovely winery, Mount Boucherie Estate Winery in West Kelowna. Craig, how are you today? We are good, Tony. How are you doing? Uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, I'm excited the vines are about to wake up. What about the wineries? Are you set for the season? We are set for the season, and we're, uh, like we keep saying, wine is in the air, love is in the air, entertainment, excitement's in the air. We're uh, uh, looking <laughs> forward to kind of greeting a whole bunch of people this year. Yeah. Do, do you sort of feel like a cloud lifting a bit uh, as the pandemic recedes? And uh, I don't know, are, are people getting in touch with you, making resos and uh, making plans? Yeah, it's uh, you can you can kind of feel that now. Our, even our team here is really excited for the first time in a while. They feel like for the first time in a couple of years, we'll be able to showcase this building we have here uh, like it was intended. Uh, we're booking wedding receptions on the patio. We're We've got corporate events in the barrel room. Um, yeah. Our restaurant restaurant finally going from 75 seats back to the 150 that it was intended. So, yeah, the whole team here is excited to is, is excited to to see the visitors come. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. I've been talking to some people who who say they have so many uh, they've acquired so many 
uh, members and friends online uh, through the pandemic, but they haven't really met many of them. So they're expecting a lot of them to show up uh, this spring and summer at the winery to to uh, maybe close the loop. I, I think you, you might agree that being at the winery really uh, changes the way people think about a winery. Oh, absolutely. The last couple of years, our wine club has grown significantly and it- and and we are looking forward. We we're finally looking forward to our first pickup party uh, this spring for our wine club members. So yeah, a lot of folks have been uh, have booked with us, and uh, have we've spoken to a lot of them. They're looking forward to coming here comfortably for the first time in a while. So um, yeah, yeah, it, it's going to be a nice a nice change. Our guest is uh, Craig McCulloch. He's the vice president of Mount Boucherie Estate Winery, which is uh, located uh, over in West Cologne on the West Side Wine Trail. Uh, a lot of wineries have popped up in the neighborhood as well uh, over time. You, you've built uh, quite a nice little community over there that, that's, you know, more than uh, two or three wineries, which is the way it was uh, way back when, I guess. Yeah, the wine trail's grown. Even over the past couple of years, we've had a couple of new ones pop up. Uh, a little microbrewery just down the road pipe popped up uh, this, this fall. So, yeah, the, the wine trail is definitely getting bigger. It's growing, getting more popular. Um, we mm-hmm. all get along quite well, and we're all looking forward to kind of showcasing this wine trail in West Kelowna. Yeah. Well, you've got such a beautiful spot, and, of course, uh, you built a restaurant in there, the the Modest Butcher. Uh, by the way, I see your chef on television every other night. Uh, how did you swing <laughs> that? <laughs> yeah, he's talking about onion rings, though. Yeah. No, that, yeah. Was a, that was a great yeah. we, we, uh, In the Modest Butcher, we, we, you know, we sell grass-fed beef, and they approached us and said we're just talking to other restaurants that do the same and can we come and in, in, in talk to your chef so we did we get a lot of good comments in the in the restaurant um dan yeah. spends a lot of time on the floor talking to cut to talking to customers now so it's been fun well if i see uh, if i if i live to see mount boucherie wine in the a and w outlets it'll really be worth it i guess uh, <laughs> exactly. going down the well, road. We, hope the, we hope we're their first call yeah 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 for sure yeah, great fun, and of course, a lot of people see those ads, so it doesn't hurt. Uh, speaking yeah. of that, so one of the one of the other things that you've done, uh, and most people probably don't know because it was all completed over the pandemic, is these uh, beautiful guest house on suite. What can you tell us about uh, what's available now to stay at uh, Mount Boucherie? Yeah, we've got three houses on site here that uh, kind of are brand new. Uh, we we rented them out a few times last year uh they're four thousand square foot executive style homes yeah, they're um, gorgeous. Each, each, yeah and each kind of uh, are a little bit new unique uh in their own way but um uh, we have guests come up here we have friends and partners that stay with us um and then they you know they, we get some special special uh treatment at the winery and they book some tastings with us and dinner so it, uh, we kind of on right on site here we have a we can provide a really good guest experience for folks who uh who want to come up and stay on site so um large yeah. format you can fit up to 14 people in one house i think and um yeah there's something for everybody here if you look online and, and book we're already booking up already for the spring and summer and um yeah it's, it's, a, it's a nice offering it's, for us here yeah by the way folks mountboucherie.com uh you need to go to that site if you want to have a look at these uh, units and check them out uh, I've had the privilege of staying there one night, and uh, they are—they are deluxe. What I love, uh, uh, first of all, it's a two-minute walk over to the Modest Butcher. So that evening, you can spend out on the deck and no driving. It's all great. But I was thinking the other day that uh, your setup of people are staying there, like you're—you're you're only ten minutes from Kelowna if the traffic's in the right uh, direction. 
uh, and not much more, maybe 20 minutes to uh, Peachland and Summerland, and then 35 to 40, and you're down in Penticton. So it, it is a nice place to set up to, to sort of access all of these different areas around uh, Mount Boucherie now. Yeah, exactly. We're kind of right smack dab in the middle. Right? And when we, you know, years ago, that's what we thought. And people would cross by here and go to Naramata because they could have visit a few wineries and stay there. And now we have the same opportunity on the West Side Wine Trail and here in West Kelowna where you can stay uh, in close proximity to lots of great wineries and some cideries and some breweries. And, and yeah, close to golf courses, close to, uh, close to lots of things uh, yeah. around here. So what's keeping you busy, Craig? I mean, I'm reading a lot about uh, vines that got frozen this year in parts of the Okanagan and uh, uh, shortages of supplies for wineries. So are you busy securing uh, grapes for the season at this point, or are you all set? Well, we're all set. We're all set. I don't think the last couple of years we're a little bit softer as far as crop goes, um, but we have enough to kind of keep us going for this year. Um, we didn't see any damage like some of the other wineries, fortunately, around the, the valley here. So we're, our, our, you know, we're looking pretty good for this season, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But no, we're, we, we kind of, um, we've got lots of wine. We're ready to go. I wish I had more. I wish I had more of these modest wines that Jesse and his team kind of put together. But um, no, we're quite comfortable this year, Tony, but the wine we've got to sell. Um, yeah. and, and looking forward to next year, too. Well, I don't want to steal uh, Jeff's thunder because I know we're going to talk to him later in the month. But uh, what about these modest wines? They're coming out. Uh, are they coming out on April first? Or uh, and tell us a bit about this range, how it fits in at Mount Boucherie. Yeah, well, there's some modest wine series that we're really excited about. It's our best, it's our, our second uh, second vintage of this type. We've got um, we don't have a lot. Again, we wish we did have more. So we we sell them mostly in the restaurant and the wine shop. But obviously, we give our we give the first practice a couple of each of these modest wines in the, the spring shipment to the wine club. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get a couple there, and then we always release them to the wine club members first. Uh, and then, yeah, we just sell them in the, in the wine shop and the restaurant for the most part. But, yeah, we wish we had we wish we had way more of these. We've got a couple good reds this year and a couple a rosé and a few whites. Um, yeah. Extremely popular. Uh, extremely popular. It's kind of off the beaten path. It's not your regular Pinot Gris and, and Merlots. These are... You know, these are a bit different with some Sangiovese we have and then uh, some Carmenere we've got this year. And, um, yeah. I call yeah, them I good. call them clever, clever wines, clever marketing and, uh, you know, just something a little bit different. Uh, I think you know that the wine world is full of uh, ordinary wines and labels. So it's always fun to have something special for your uh, your true uh, diehard fans uh, for at Mount Boucherie. So these wines yeah. will be out on April 1st. We'll have a chat with Jeff about the wines individually uh, later in the month for people who want to know more about them. But, of course, some more information is is online. Uh, lastly, how's the shop doing? I mean, you, you didn't mention that. You have the wine shop. You also have other goods that you're selling in there. So are people picking up on that in the neighborhood as well? Or Oh, yeah, we do We do quite well. The, market, the, the shop and the market's open all year. Uh, mm-hmm. We have our regulars that come in here and pick up what's down there. Um, the The wine shop, we're, we're just kind of, preparing and the outside now kind of preparing the patio uh for the spring um and the market is we're just kind of restocking the market now with new fresh products and some old favorites and um yeah the market's done really really well for us and it does continue to do well for us right through the right through the season so um it's it's been it's been really good for us and i'm looking forward to selling some new items in there this year Mm. 
Craig, uh, well, it's been great to catch up with you. I love the energy uh, that you uh, have at this time of the season, and uh, hopefully we're, we'll have a somewhat uh, new normal season with uh, that we can get back to uh, just enjoying getaways on the weekends or spending a few days up in the Okanagan as uh, – tourists and uh, having fun eating and drinking and and relaxing a little bit and getting away from uh, all the craziness out in this world of ours yeah we're looking forward to getting back to a new normal too and inviting everybody here to, to spend some time with us thanks so much craig can't wait to get up there we'll see you soon awesome take good care thank you Thank you. That was Craig McCulloch. He's the vice president of Mount Bushery Estate Winery. Now up next, Lisa Anselmi, a third-generation family member of the Anselmi Winery, talks about the iconic Suave of northern Italy's Veneto region and the wine business her grandfather founded in 1948 and one that her father made world famous in the late 1980s. You can listen to this week's show on all our past shows uh, on our weekly podcast available on all the major podcast platforms, including Spotify and Apple. This is BC Food and Wine Radio. I'm Anthony Gismondi, and we will be right back. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. It doesn't have to be alcohol to be rock and roll. It just has to be naughty. Bring the party with Naughty from Thompson & Scott. Beautifully crafted, organic, vegan, alcohol-free sparkling wines that have taken the drinks industry by storm. Beautiful bubbles. No alcohol, no compromise. So go ahead, get naughty. You've got nothing to lose but your preconceptions of what alcohol-free can be. Visit softcrush.ca for more details. Penticton, the hub of the South Okanagan, a place where you'll learn to fall in love with winter all over again. Enjoy mountain adventures. Visit almost 100 wineries, craft breweries, cideries, and distilleries, and experience world-class locally sourced restaurants. It's the perfect destination for a relaxing winter getaway. But before you go, make sure to check the website for updates on weather, highways, health advisories, or for more trip inspiration. Go to visitpenticton.com. Clos de Soleil Winery knows that the best wines keep it simple. It's all about the grapes and the place where they are grown. Minimal handling, minimal intervention, maximum beauty in the bottle. Nestled in a sunny, stony corner of BC's Similkameen Valley, Clos de Soleil produces wines that blend the best of Bordeaux varieties with their unique terroir. The results: wines that are elegant and effortlessly special. Tastings by appointment or buy online at closdesoleil.ca. Free shipping to BC and Alberta on orders of six or more bottles. Smoking Loon believes that good wine doesn't need to take itself so seriously. This simple premise has guided them for over two decades to produce wines crafted for those with an appetite for adventure, like their Smoking Loon Syrah. So whether you're relaxing dockside or simply enjoying a well-deserved evening at home, bring along a taste of cottage country. Uncork and discover a rare bird at a BC liquor store near you. Or visit SmokingLoon.com. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Now, here's Anthony. Hello, British Columbia. We're back. And our next guest, if you didn't know, is Lisa Anselmi. She's a third-generation family member of the Anselmi Winery located in northern Italy's Veneto region. Lisa, how are you tonight? Hello, Anthony. I'm very good. I hope uh, you too. 
it's great to catch up with you. Uh, I can't wait to talk a little bit about uh, Suave, the history uh, of your winery and the wine itself. Uh, let's start with the history because I believe that it was your grandfather who started the winery. Exactly. My grandfather uh, founded the winery in 1948. So as you told, I'm the third generation, but uh, with a completely different philosophy if you compare with the philosophy of today. My grandfather had not vineyards, was yep. uh, just a big negociant, uh, was another time, uh, another uh, uh, way to, to produce wine. Uh, the real uh, the real focus in the quality uh, arrived with uh, my father, that is also my boss, <laughs> <laughs> uh, more or less uh, at the end of uh, 60 years, when uh, my grandfather decided to come back from uh, his study and work in the family business, understood that was the moment to change completely the philosophy and focus uh, everything uh, in the quality, of course. Mm -hmm. So the first step was to buy vineyards in the top hill of, uh, of the area and uh, start to produce wine made with our property grapes. Yeah, it was uh, well. It was a big decision for him because at the time, uh, 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 wine was really taking off around the world. But Suave was kind of a, a a wine that was thought of to be a very simple wine. There was very few high end producers, and and uh, he wasn't pretty happy with the Suave name, as it turns out. But really, my father worked to with other uh, good producer in the area that are friends. Uh, work a lot of years to try to uh, increase and improve the the suave name, no, the suave appellation, and give to the uh, the juicy appellation uh, 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 a real value. Uh, yeah. Our wines uh, called suave for uh, more than 20 years, and at the end, uh, in 2000 years, more or less, uh, when uh, was introduced not just the DOC appellation, but also the DOCG. Uh, my father decided to divorce <laughs> with the appellation that uh, unfortunately is completely controlled by the cooperative also today. And 80% uh, of the production is medium, uh, medium quality. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of good producer, but very small percent if you compare with the total production of Suave. Yeah. Our guest is Lisa Anselmi of the Anselmi Winery, and we're talking about the classic northern Italian white Suave. Uh, so let's talk about that. He decided to take more or less take Suave off the label, but he's still making the wine. So what is a Suave wine? How would you describe uh, what are the grapes? Uh, what, what is the soil like? What, what is the wine like? Oh, but the Suave appellation, uh, if uh, the viticulture is good, could be a very good appellation and uh, give uh, very good wine. Uh, the main variety use, uh, a lot of people don't know the, the, um, the main variety for Suave wine. Yeah. I think that Suave is the name of the grape. But really the, the, the main grape in the production of Suave is Garganega, very difficult word. <laughs> a lot ah, of not so hard. completely. <laughs> no, but I, I can I can tell you that more 
in, in United States and Canada, a lot of people call Garganega, Garganega. <laughs> but the, the, the correct accent is Garganega. Garganega, uh, yeah. Yes, it's a grape that is in the area since, uh, I don't know, but a lot of time. And is the the main variety for the production of Soave. Then you can find... Uh, Uh, Trebbiano di Soave, you can find a small quantity of Chardonnay, uh, but the the real expression of the territory is made with the Garganega. In the area, um, I think we have a long, the the Soave appellation is around uh, five, six thousand uh, hectares in the area, and 80% is is Garganega. Garganega, right. And the soil yes. is—it's a volcanic soil, is it not? That it grows in. Uh, the, the, the soil depends where you are because uh, you can find uh, volcanic soil, you can find uh, limestone soil, or in some area you can have a blend of the two: volcanic and and, uh, and limestone. Mm-hmm. So uh, also the, the 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 also the expression of the, of the garganica change when you move from uh, limestone soil or uh, volcanic. Hmm. Uh, in some ways, I think your father's more arc- more iconic than the region. He also, uh, I believe, was growing. You're growing organically but not telling anybody about it or he doesn't want to get certified? Is that is that the way it is at the moment? Yes, but uh, iconic for uh, all the other people, not for me because it's my father. <laughs> so it is, yeah. No, it's a joke. It's a joke. Uh, we uh, in our production, we of course also if we we have cancelled the the OC appellation, we have maintained the Garganega grape yeah. as seventy uh, percent. Uh, we have introduced other varieties like uh, Chardonnay like uh, Sauvignon Blanc, uh, that at the end is the blend, Garganega, Chardonnay and Sauvignon Blanc is the blend of our main production, uh, Mm -hmm. the white wines. The name is uh, San Vincenzo, that is practically our core business. The total production of the winery is around 800,000 bottles and 500,000 are San Vincenzo. Yeah. And San Vincenzo, widely available in the Vancouver market. That's why we're talking to you today. Uh, this is a delicious wine. How would you describe the wine to our listeners who, who haven't had a chance to taste it? Because it's extremely fresh uh, to me and fun. it's a fun wine. How, how would you describe it? Uh, see, San Vinc- you have to think that for us, the uh, Can- Canadian market is one of the most important markets in the world. Uh, British Columbia is uh, in uh, uh, Ontario, in uh, Quebec. Uh, we we are very very uh, this uh, this market is very familiar for us. And San Vincenzo is I can tell you that uh, is practically the wine that is the most the best expression of our idea of uh, white wines. Yeah. So Garganiga, of course, but with this part of Chardonnay and Sauvignon Blanc that give to the wine freshness, uh, very good aroma, uh, very balanced, and is uh, uh, fruity, uh, flower. It's, it's very drinkable eh? because uh, yeah. in, in Italy, 80% of the consumers uh, are women. <laughs> so it's wine that uh, like a lot to the women. And um, 
I think that you have already drink the San Vincenzo, or I hope so. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've had it many times. I love this wine. And, you know, here on the West Coast, we have such a wide variety of seafood available to us, shellfish, many different types, and fresh fish. So for that, it's great. But I'm, th- I'm wondering, are there some classic matches in, uh, in northern Italy for Suave? What would you suggest would be a, sort of a classic match? To, to, uh, with the food, for food. Uh? Yeah, gastronomy, okay. yeah. I, I, I drink San Vincenzo also with the pizza. <laughs> no, San Vincenzo <laughs> is very... Uh, you can have a lot of different things. Of course, if you, if you have Italian food, uh, is probably the best, uh, the best, the best match. Uh, yeah. But you can have with uh, a lot of different type of fish. I really love also with um, Thai food. Or Japanese ah. food because it's very yes, it's an experience. It's nice uh, sushi, sashimi, but also spicy food. You now, if you go in uh, in the east part of uh, of the world, uh, and then uh, with all type of uh, pasta with tomato with uh, uh, Genovese pesto, is is really is wine that can can be good for the aperitif with your friends uh, in summertime. Uh, is drinkable, so you can have uh, one bottle and it, and maintain the same wine for all the lunch or the dinner. Yeah. is It's very, very, very different expression. But the the thing that I love a lot of San Vincenzo is his freshness. It's made with garganega, but the aroma is uh, is, is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's a great old name. Uh, I hope that someday you and uh, maybe your neighbors like Pirapan, some of the top producers, can uh, reclaim Suave and, and uh, restore that name across the, across the entire region. Because I think that as time goes on, we recognize that these old regions are important and they need to be respected. And with all of the new technology and, and knowledge in making wine, that uh, there's no reason why Suave wouldn't be seen as a top quality white wine across the entire region. Yes. The, 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 the technology and the innovation in technology, but the real important thing is the viticulture. When you have a good viticulture, you can obtain really good wine in our area. Also because it's very, very nice territory uh, and uh, the, 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 the viticulture, uh, you, 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 um, Piero Pan, for example, no, is one of our best friends. Uh, we work uh, practically from the beginning to increase the value of this uh, appellation. Yeah. We are completely different because Piero Pan is a little bit more traditional and yep. follow the the history, we are a little bit more uh, uh, innovative in the style of the wine, but we can go together and really give the maximum expression of, of the territory. Mm. Lisa, uh, please hello, say hello to your father for us. Tell him to keep pushing hard and uh, tell him to put you in charge sooner than later so that uh, we can get on with the next generation too. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know that I, I come in uh, Vancouver probably for the Top Drop event. Ah, so that's correct, yes. It will yes. be a pleasure to meet you in May. Okay, we'll see you at Top Drop. Thanks for reminding me, and we'll push that on the show later as we get closer to the date. Thanks for joining us today, Lisa. It was Thanks great to chat with you. Ciao, Anthony. Thanks a lot. A big kiss. Thank you. Ciao, Lisa. Our guest has been Lisa Anselmi of the Anselmi Winery, and we're talking about, uh, we've been talking about the classic northern Italian white 
Swove. Plenty more to come on the show. We're heading uh, back up to the Okanagan. Still to come, Executive Chef Nick Atkins of the Watermark Beach Resort. You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, and I'm Anthony Gismondi. There's lots more still ahead. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Your wine collection is your pride and joy. Years of searching and selecting has merited you an enviable list, but it's time to find a new home for some or all of your wine. As the only auction in Canada dedicated to fine wines and spirits, Iron Gate Auctions offers collectors a safe, inexpensive way to liquidate their collections online. They are experts in the field with the knowledge and acumen to maximize the return on your assets. To find out more, visit irongateauctions.com. Winter blues? Change them to red, white, and more at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery and the Modest Butcher in West Kelowna. Stop in for free tastings in the wine shop, enjoy happy hour at the Modest Butcher, and dig into the new Modest Brunch every Sunday. Plus, watch for the launch of the Modest Tribute Dinner Series, one night to experience delicious flavors from around the world. For more details, visit ModestButcher.com. Smoking Loon believes that good wine doesn't need to take itself so seriously. This simple premise has guided them for over two decades to produce wines crafted for those with an appetite for adventure, like their Smoking Loon Syrah. So whether you're relaxing dockside or simply enjoying a well-deserved evening at home, bring along a taste of cottage country. Uncork and discover a rare bird at a BC liquor store near you. Or visit SmokingLoon.com. Sell smart, buy with confidence. Whatever your unique real estate situation is, Ryan Duffy is the expert you can count on to make a decision you won't regret. From Kelowna to Assis, Ryan will ensure you have all the information to find a home that fits your budget, family, and lifestyle. With 18 years of experience as a managing broker, brokerage executive, and a multi-year award-winning realtor, you can count on Ryan. It's your choice. Choose wisely. Choose Ryan Duffy for all your Okanagan-based real estate needs. To connect with Ryan, visit southokanaganhomes.ca. Hello, I'm Anthony Gismondi, and after four decades in the wine business, I know that the wine you like is always the best one for you. Anyone who tells you differently is simply wrong. The trick is how to get there. My advice? Try as many different wines as possible to discover your favorites. We evaluate about 3,000 wines a year at GismondiOnWine.com to help you sort through the clutter in the market, and we make it easy to search through our results. After all, life is way too short to drink bad wine. So why not give us a go at GismondiOnWine.com? Now, back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia, and welcome back to our show. Next stop along the BC Food and Wine Radio Network is a Soyuz, and our guest is Nick Atkins. He's the executive chef at the Watermark Beach Resort 15 Park Bistro. Uh, Nick, how are you? Welcome to the show today. Hey, thanks. I'm I'm great. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, well, I'm excited to catch up with people. I can sort of feel. I mean, the temperature's changing on the coast, and people, you know, the vines are waking up. Uh, what does it look like in a Soyuz today? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, today is cloudy. It's very foggy. Um, oh. It's four degrees, but we're looking at <laughs> uh, close to double digits on the weekend. 
Yeah, that's what it'll get. That'll get people outside pretty quick, I think. And uh, well, it's it's always sort of a quick flip over in the South Okanagan once that heats up a bit. Uh, what about uh, the town itself? Uh, it, it's been busier throughout the winter seasons now than it was, say, ten or fifteen years ago. But is it uh, coming alive? Yeah, it is coming alive. Uh, you know, a bunch of restaurants that close uh, down in the town are opening up again, and. Um, you know, we we are open seven days a week, um, and the town is is uh, is coming alive again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, you got some small kids, don't you? Have three small kids. Uh, so, how do you entertain them all winter long up there? I I do. Um, I have three three boys. Uh, they're very active. So we, uh, <laughs> you know, in the in the winter, it's our time to kind of have a break. Um, go out to Mount Baldy or Apex Mountain and do some tobogganing and uh, skiing or snowboarding. Uh, we're not yep. there yet. They're still pretty young, um, but uh, we'll, we'll get them into those. Uh, we skate, um, and then in the springtime, I'll have them helping with my garden. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But- I have uh, a garden at home, and uh, we're, we're going to be starting... Uh, the sprouts pretty soon and then getting them into the ground once the once the weather mm. warms up a bit so uh, what do you do in the winter time i know that you you have a lot of suppliers for uh, how do vegetables work for you we've been hearing about shortages and water shortages in california things like that and and uh, rising prices how, how have you managed with uh, with those kind of things yeah there's some there's a few suppliers in the in the south okanagan that uh that grow a lot over the summer um, and uh, and and stockpile uh, for the winter. So uh, mm. the specific one that we work with is uh, Clippers in Carameas. Um And right now they have a, a boatload of uh, beets, uh, apples, squash varieties, um, onions, uh, rainbow carrots, and their stuff is just, just delicious. Wow. When you say stockpile, is it just in cold storage or...? Yeah, I believe they, well, you know, the, with their carrots, uh, the thing about carrots is they can, they can lay, uh, the farmers can lay down hay on the, on the ground and, and they can keep it in, um, in the ground for really a lot of the winter. Um, as long as it doesn't, you know, we're lucky in the South Okanagan that it, uh, it doesn't go, uh, cold for too long. Um, so, uh, the carrots can just be, laid in the ground with some hay on top and they they just harvest as they need it um yeah and then closer to the end of march that's when they'll uh they'll harvest it all and uh and they'll be sweeter i think won't they by hanging around or yeah as they as they sit in the ground they they just get sweeter and more delicious right on it's a benefit for us for sure yeah, no kidding. We're speaking with Executive Chef Nick Atkins from uh, 15 Park Bistro at the Watermark Beach Resort. Uh, Chef, let's talk a little bit about food and wine. Are you a fan of, like, do you work with the wine list and the food, or how does that work at, at uh, the bistro? I, the, I, I taste the wine. Um, uh-huh. That's, that's my good. extent as far as uh, working with the wine list. Um, yeah. And uh, I either give a thumbs up or a thumbs down, and... Uh, most of the time it's a thumbs up because it's all delicious so <laughs> yeah so how will it work so you're open seven days a week uh what about breakfast when will that start patios how how does that all unfold at uh at the watermark yeah, 
Yeah, we're we're excited for the spring to come along and uh, cherry blossoms to to happen. Uh, our patio uh, usually is is an April or May opening. Uh, we do have some patio heaters out there and some screens, so that will help us uh, open a little earlier. We're hoping for an April uh, open on our patio, and at that same time, we'll probably open up for uh, Saturday and Sunday brunch. Okay, and uh, I, I know there was uh, there was been takeout uh, during the pandemic. Will that continue uh, this season as things open up, or will that fall away, or how how will that work? Yeah, we've we've had great success with takeout, so we um, we don't see it going any anywhere. Um, we're going to keep it going, and uh, we may actually uh, increase the amount of items that we are able to take out. And I'm I'm really brainstorming here as far as uh, summer programs and almost having uh, grocery high end grocery boxes available for for purchase as well. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, uh, how about people? <laughs> We've been hearing it was tough to get people last year. Are you all set up for the year in terms of employees and all we, of that? We it's it's been a great start. Uh, we are seeing more resumes than we've seen in the past two years for sure. Um, and and not just uh, the amount of resumes, but the quality of resumes. So mm-hmm. uh, we're really excited to uh, get our team built, and and we're we already have a. A foot forward on that for sure well it sounds like uh, you got everything under control uh, lastly about 15 park bistro if you were to describe uh what the experience is in terms of food people say well what do they serve there how what what you know is there a style what would you say um we we are um what's our style um well we we have the the same philosophy that uh, we've always had. We we focus on local inspired uh, dishes. Um, you know, we have uh, a a lobster bar, so we have uh, uh, lobster bisque and lobster ravioli, um, lobster nachos, which are a great hit. Um, we we have Yarrow Meadows uh, duck breast, um, and our desserts. You know, it, it's we're always trying to reinvent. Um, classics and, and stuff like that. So uh, we have this white chocolate soup that's uh, to die for. Mm. Well, we're hearing a lot about people booking ahead now and uh, about a crush that's going to show up in the Okanagan. So would you recommend people get reservations sooner than later if they want to have, say, dinner on a Friday night in a Soyuz at 7 o'clock in, the, in May, June, or July sort of thing? Oh, yeah, I, I would definitely jump on that right away. Um, if you're planning to planning a getaway um, to a Soyuz or this area, um, definitely uh, plan your your restaurant destination and and get those re- those reservations in. Mm. Uh, well, Nick, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, uh, the Watermark, of course, is one of our favorite places to stay uh, when we're in the South Okanagan. In fact, it is our home away from home. And uh, we can't wait to get back up there as the weather warms up and uh, get a little golf in, perhaps. And, of course, you have yeah. the one of the most beautiful beaches in the South Okanagan and walking trails that lead right out the door from the from the hotel. So it's a, it's a great uh, setup. And then, of course, you're surrounded by dozens of uh, first-class wineries as well. So perfect place to set up uh, for a holiday in the South Okanagan. Nick, thanks for joining Absolutely. us today. We can't wait to thanks. see you. Thanks, Anthony. Have a, have a good day. Yeah. Take those kids out for a hike. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. <laughs>
Uh, our guest was Nick Atkins. He's the executive chef at the Watermark Beach Resort. Uh, 15 Park Bistro is the restaurant. Uh, and he's recommending, and we are as well, to get organized, get your reservations in now. Uh, it's going to be a crazy year in the Okanagan uh, as things open up. A lot of pent-up demand out there for a few days away, so don't be disappointed. Get organized. Okay, that's it for this week's show, folks. A special thanks to our technical producer here in Vancouver, Darren Regan, who got us to Italy tonight. Thanks so much, Darren. Great job, as always. Uh, of course, the show is available weekly on the radio or on demand across all of the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, and Spotify. Now, for all of us at the show, I'm Anthony Gizmani, wishing you a relaxing wine weekend. Maybe pick up a bottle of Anselmi suave and try it out uh, this weekend you will not be disappointed see you next week across the bc food and wine radio network bye for now that's it for today's show this is bc food and wine radio with anthony gizmondi 